0: Hi, and welcome to the Mass and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza and Adam and our special guest, Miranda Haley. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. So it's it's actually earlier than we usually podcast because we were having Miranda on, and we didn't want to shock Miranda with a late night 11 o'clock podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's usually a bad idea. We usually start talking about crazy stuff and have to edit like three fourths of it out. So we didn't want to scare her. Miranda, you're an agent with Main Street and more Travel. And can you tell us a little bit about your social media? I love your social media. I I was reading some of your stuff yesterday and you had like a whole thing going on. It was pretty
2: interesting. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate that because um, social media was the part of this job that scared me the most and I just made a decision. I was going to really hit it hard and learn everything about it and turn it around and say, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Both are the same It's adventures by Miranda and it's M I R A N D A.
0: We're going to talk about something different tonight. And one of the reasons we had Miranda on is she had recently went to universal with her daughter and Liza just went as well. So we thought we were talking about the dark place. I don't know how Adam's going to handle this. <laughs> He has mixed feelings. We're going to get him over there eventually. But we thought we would talk about Universal tonight.
3: Yeah, I just got back. So,
0: Yeah, you just got back. So we have a lot to, to put into one show. So I'm going to talk about one of the most common things that we hear, which is a client of ours wanting to go to Universal for the day. Miranda, do you ever have that happen? And If that happens, what do you usually tell them? Like, how would you have them get the most out of their day?
2: So I do try and encourage them to do at least two days. But if only one is on the agenda, that's all they can fit in. I really encourage them to do the park to park, which in, you know, mouse speak, park hopper, you got to have that. Especially if you've got little ones that are really into Harry Potter, you, you're going to want to ride the Hogwarts Express. And you've got to have that park hopper right there. That's my number one.
3: Yeah. What about
0: you, Liza?
3: Well, if they can add it and you have adventurous kids that like to ride some of the crazier rides, I and it's a busier time of year, I do like to add the Unlimited Express if you can swing it, especially if you're only going for one day because you have, it seems like there's okay. there's only two parks, so you think it's not that much, but really in one day, you can't cover it all in one day. I mean, so having that unlimited express pass makes it so much easier to get the most out of that day.
0: So I don't necessarily agree with you, Eliza, because I've told lots of clients, depending on when you're going and okay, maybe, maybe I'm
3: just cheap, but I've told them you don't necessarily need that pass. Depends on when you're going, but if you're going mm -hmm. on a super busy time of year in the summer or other times... I mean, you're going to spend so much of your time in line at these headliner mm-hmm. attractions that, especially in the Harry Potter area, I mean, you could spend hours waiting. If you can get the Unlimited Express Pass or even just the Express Pass, which is not as expensive as Unlimited Express, you can try out more of the rides without wasting the time waiting in line. I think I think the problem with this
0: is okay so say you're going in september october even um the park hours are shorter but there aren't a lot of crowds like i so i have an annual pass over there and i've gone into the parks and they've had like super cheap uh express passes for pass holders and we bought them and never used them in fact i've seen people let non-Express Pass holders go into the Express Pass line because they've just been so, like, it's a walk-on, right? But I think you're right. If it's super busy, if you can swing it, get the Express Pass, which definitely leads me to the next point, which is an Express Pass is about $100 to $150 per person per day. And if you stay in one of the premier resorts, which is Portofino, Royal Pacific, and Hard Rock, you can get that express pass for the check-in day and the checkout day. So doesn't it like, don't you like, I've had clients go over there. They're not even staying there because yeah. they're staying off. Maybe they're staying in a the house. They will get like one night at Royal Pacific mm-hmm. with five people just so they can get that express.
3: pass. Yes. Yes. I actually had this mm-hmm. happen this uh, summer. I booked somebody and we did that. We booked them the night over there at Royal Pacific because I did the math for them and it saved them a considerable amount of money for that express pass and they loved it and they actually wanted to add another night to their stay and a ticket day when they were there just to stay at the hotel just to see and it was actually full and they couldn't even get a room anywhere so don't put it off if you think you're gonna want you know they didn't even stay at the hotel though but they wanted to.
0: Yeah, we did that last Thanksgiving, so we just booked one night, like, it was, we stayed over at Art of Animation, because we always stay there, it just fits us very well, and, but one of the kids, he has zero interest in Universal, so he didn't go, but me and Kevin and the twins went over, I think it was, you can't remember, I think only Thomas And Kevin stayed the night over there because we had the room for the express pass. It worked out really well because, you know, it was Thanksgiving. It's a little bit busier. Um, And I do I I do love the express pass. I think, you know, it takes a lot of frustration out of your trip when you have it. So, okay, let's talk about hotels. And and so the interesting thing about their hotels over there, they're all owned by Lowe's. Um, So. You know, that they're very nice hotels from the top one and to the, you know, the budget one on
2: um, what is it called? Endless summer.
0: They're all beautiful hotels. OK, tell me what's your favorite hotel, Miranda?
2: For my clients, I tend to book mostly Hard Rock. I do Portofino and I do a lot of Royal Pacific, too. But Hard Rock is the most popular because it is literally a five minute walk. I've got a lot of clients with younger kids being able to walk five minutes to the parks and then get out of the parks when it's hot or they need to go back for a nap that is crucial that is such a great resort they have a really good slide at their pool and they play the underwater music at the pool they have the rental program where you can do the fender guitar or I think it's the Crossley turntable they've got the kids suites there that are really cool that's a I love that hotel that that's you get such true. a good bang for your buck. You get such mm-hmm. a good bang for your buck over there. And you, of course you get that Unlimited Express.
0: I think it's tough for us because we're all
2: major Disney fans. But the reality right.
0: is you do get, like you said, it's bang for your buck at those hotels. The hotels over there
2: are just super nice. Mm-hmm. They yeah. really are. All of them are a good choice. When you get into those premier category ones, you you can't make a wrong choice. It's just which one fits you better.
0: Yeah. Liza, have you, you've seen at Portofino, right? Yes, I have. And that's their, so that's their flagship hotel. So if Grand Floridian is Disney World's flagship, their flagship is Portofino. I think it's my least favorite.
1: Actually. Yeah, me
0: too. Um, I, but
3: it is very close. It's a close walk. Just well,
0: All three of the premier ones are
3: close. With Portofino, so. I will say the bedding and the beds and the pillows are
2: fantastic why yeah. don't y'all like that one I'm just curious why don't you my clients like that one but I would love to hear what would be the negatives on that one it's really
0: spread out so it it's, is
2: it's, it's huge just, it's like a yeah,
0: maze
2: mm-hmm.
3: it is
0: it's like a maze I mean Liza and I stayed there together for a training oh gosh it was in 2017 that's when we met actually yeah <laughs> yeah funny story I didn't think I would like her <laughs> oh, yeah about two minutes to know I okay, she's really pretty. And you know, sometimes you're like, I'm not gonna like that girl. And then I met her and I was like, what was it, two minutes? And we were like we'd known each other for like 50
3: years. Pretty probably. much I don't know. Yeah. Yep,
0: it was pretty awesome. I don't know. Did you think you were gonna like me?
3: Yes. Yeah, of course. Hello. <laughs> no, that yeah. that hotel no. for me, the, the what I don't like about that hotel. And this is so superficial. <laughs> I, oh no. I I I can hear this. I yeah, can't stand that faux
2: brick finish. Yeah. Okay, I get that. When they've painted, I was telling my husband, it looks like Portofino in a picture. It looks in a picture. It looks like Portofino. When you're right there, no, it's totally, it's all new build.
3: It looks so it it lowers it so much from it. I can't get past Mm -hmm. it. I'm just like George Costanza. I see something, I can't get (laughs) past it, and then it's just a Costanza moment. Like I can't even deal. So, but the but but the inside of the rooms are just fantastic. the, the, the bedding, nice, yeah. the toiletries, everything about it is luxurious. Now, the one thing I don't like, though, is that stupid open window thing where they have the
0: bathtub and then the window, op- the little shutters open. I want the bathroom to be a, like a complete sanctuary locked off from the rest of the world. I don't <laughs> even want people to know I'm in there. So the fact that they have those little shutters and they never properly lock. And you don't know how many parents I've had, say, both there and at the Magic. They have a Bay Lake Tower, too, and some of the other um, one bedrooms and two bedrooms. You don't know how many moms I've had say, you know, I was just trying to get ready and my kid opened
2: those shutters. And like, I know they're terrible. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. I get that.
0: What about the sort of lower level, kind of like the moderate
3: and value level? Liza, you were just at Cabana Bay, right? No, I'm not trying to brag. I am in the lower level here. <laughs> so no
0: way. That is that is, okay? It might be value level prices, but it's like a it's like a
3: moderate plus by Disney okay. standards, I think. What my okay? Their their value hotels, in my opinion, are the most for your money. They have a beyond fantastic pool. It's got a fantastic water slide. It's two separate pool areas with two giant hot tubs. You have a lazy river. I had a blast in that pool. We swam quite a bit. Their food court is awesome. They have really good food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's all fabulous. They've got cool vo5 and zest in the rooms what's not to love about that it's so retro and themed i loved that the beds are pretty good but i will say the pull-out sofa couch bed is um it's like sleeping on a rock they need to figure something out with the bedding with that but uh it was pretty hard i'm not gonna lie but the other beds were great and it doesn't seem like a value hotel. It seems better than that. And their gift shop, the stuff that they have in their gift shop, Disney needs to step it up because they've got, it, it's awesome. I mean, anything that you can think of that you might need that you forgot at home, like you can find it there. It's great. And Gru came out we saw Gru, So they have characters that come out. And they also had Frank Sinatra impersonator. No <gasps>
1: way. That's fun. fantastic.
2: It was fantastic. And they have the bowling alley there, which, like, my kids love to go bowling and to have that at their hotel. Yes. That, yeah, they love that.
3: And the Jack Lilian's Fitness Center. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's I the huge! Whole over there. Like, I love that when you pull off if you ballet. The guys have little, like, fedoras on, and they look like they're from, you know, like, Las Vegas, in the yes. 60s. Yes, it's That's so fun. cute. And the music and everything, yeah. That's a really fun resort, and it's funny, because I, I had someone recently say, you know, like, oh, I want to stay there. You know, they wanted the Express Pass, but they really wanted to stay there, and so they... They did, and they didn't get the express pass. But they were like, we love this resort. It's, it's just, so good. and the color is great too. Like they did an excellent job with those blues and oranges, and a little splash of green and cream. It's oh just yeah, really pretty.
3: And they so, have an arcade. They have an arcade upstairs. It's like a mini, uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese, but no pizza. But you can win prizes. Yeah. Well,
0: nobody wants that pizza.
3: Apparently, um, one of the things they have at that resort is the
0: absolute best two bedroom in orlando and it's a volcano view two-bedroom with a big living room it's so spacious and the price is insanely cheap i mean you can't touch a two-bedroom on disney property for that i mean there's only a few of them i don't liza i think been in that two-bedroom
3: yes we toured it together yes i never stayed in it it's like to it's fantastic
0: yeah, we booked it for one night and it was so roomy and we only had the five of us and still it's just really spacious, really fantastic. Um, if you have a big group, it's gonna sleep one, two, three, four, five, six, I think it sleeps eight or nine people, and you're still you're not gonna feel crowded. And that view of Volcano Bay, I mean it's beautiful. Hey, it's a fake it's a fake volcano, but it's an awesome view. So unfortunately we stayed there Walt during you know, while that park was closed and it was a little stressful, so
3: <laughs> that's a great water park, though. It's great.
0: It is. Oh yeah. Oh, maybe we should. Okay, let's talk a couple about a couple more hotels, um, and then we'll go over to the water park. The thing I like is, in addition to Cabana, you've also got Aventura, which is like it's very modern and it's designed. It's a, it's a total like it's 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 actually I think cheaper or comparable to Cabana Bay, but everything is white. Everything is sleek. They've got a big rooftop bar, which is amazing. It's probably one of the best views in Orlando. That's right across from Cabana Bay. And then next to that, they have Sapphire Falls. To me, the prettiest resort on property. Oh yeah. That's a moderate, yeah. It's not no express pass, it's beautiful. Have you guys been into Sapphire Falls? I have. You've been into it? Okay, it's
3: beautiful. I haven't stayed there. I've never stayed but there. I've only toured it, but it's beautiful yeah. on the inside. It's, it was one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, it, I just I love the colors, massive pool, and then across is it I four. Why am I drawing a blank? Across I four, which I've been on a bazillion times. I don't know why. I can't remember now. Across I four, you have endless summer, and what's the other one? Dockside like a swim Resort, and they have suites there, and they are like ridiculously inexpensive. So. It's funny because we'll have clients go, okay, I want to go to Universal, but I don't think I can swing one of their hotels. And then you price out Endless Summer or Dockside and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll be staying there. And the nice thing is you have buses back and forth. Now, with the premier properties, you can walk or you can take a water taxi or you can also take a bus if that's what you're inclined to do. Uh, But all the other ones require a bus, except Sapphire Falls. You can actually do that back um, walkway and go um, that way. You can walk there.
3: And I would like to say we did the bus, you know, because we were at um, Cabana Bay. The bussing there is amazing. Like, we never waited for a bus any time of the day. We never waited for a bus. It was so nice.
2: I'd like to throw in one note. I think that the pricing is awesome on those endless summer resorts. But one thing that I will say is that they are excluded from the pool hopping, um, like amenity sharing that the other resorts have. And that's something that, like, you don't get at Disney. At Disney, you stay at your resort pool. But at Universal, you can go to the other pools, but not not the endless summer ones. So if you're doing okay. a longer stay and you're putting in, like, pool days and you want to check out some other pools – then you have to go up to one of their, was it, prime value.
0: That's good to know. Because a lot of people ask about pool hopping at Disney, which technically mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do. Even if you're at pop, you can't go over to the pool, you know, according to the rules over at Art of Animation. We know that there's a lot of mm-hmm. that going on.
3: But, you know, so that's nice that people can actually do that. Yeah, when they ask about so. pool hopping at Disney, we really know what they mean. <sighs> can we please yeah. go to the beach club?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Or they wanna go like they're in the Magic Kingdom and they wanna go to the poly pool. Yeah. That's that is, true. That's I, true. I've had clients ask. And you always feel bad telling people no because no matter where they're staying, like I don't care where you're staying. You could be at All Star Sports, which is usually the cheapest mm-hmm. resort on property. It's still gonna be expensive. And so people wanna be like, Oh, you know, I'll be in Magic Kingdom, it's gonna be hot. Can I go to the poly? And you're like, No, no, you may <laughs> not. So Okay, let's talk about let's let's go we'll save food for last because i think food is complicated and this is definitely something i've discussed with our inside sales people about our feelings about the food let's talk about
2: the park which is not complicated
0: um miranda what are your favorite things in that park
2: obviously the wizarding world i love Mm -hmm. it It is amazing. Even if you're not a fan of that book or movie series, it's worth checking out just because it really changed the game with theme parks.
0: Yeah.
2: That was the real beginning of what an immersive experience was going to be. And so even if you're not a fan of Universal, you should at least appreciate Universal because things like the Wizarding World pushed Disney to do things like Pandora and Star Wars when they do something like this and they did it perfect, I mean, they did it to perfection. It just makes it better over at Disney too. That's my favorite of that. There's the train in between it. You can't be, I mean, I could go on for hours and hours about my love of Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade.
0: Yeah. Same here. But I, I, I'm totally obsessed with Diagon Alley. Like I will, sometimes I'll be over at Disney. And if I have a car, and and sometimes I don't have a car, I'll just Uber and I'll be like, I need to go to Diagon Alley, I need to sit down and I need to go to Florian's and get my favorite ice cream flavor, which is the chocolate chili and, <laughs> and eat it in Nocturne Alley because, <laughs> because it doesn't melt in, as fast in there as shady. It's right? always yeah, it's cold in
3: there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's always chilly. Like, there's so much
2: going on in even if you just do the Harry Potter stuff on each side. There's so much going on. But um, right, you can do. I mean, people who say they want to do one day at Universal, I'm like, maybe you could do Wizarding World if you were just like rushing it. Maybe you could do just that. But even then. If you're like I said, even if you're not a huge Harry Potter fan, it's worth it to go just to see how it's all done so well.
0: Yeah.
2: And there's great entertainment in there, there's good shopping in there. It's a lot of fun. And you can if you've got an age range of children, you can occupy a large age range of children within the wizarding world where it's a little bit harder and takes more planning outside of Wizarding World. There are some areas where there's great stuff for little kids next to stuff for bigger kids, so you can kind of split the difference, but I feel like within the Wizarding World, the whole family can stay together.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Most kids can go on Gringotts, right, if they're not afraid of, you know, it's just a tiny bit of a thrill, right, so I think Gringotts is great um, and that's in Diagon Alley for those don't, that don't know. And then Flight of the Hippogriffs over in, um, Hogsmeade over in Islands of Adventure. That one's an
2: easy ride too. You know, that it's, is it's not... the best first coaster. Like if you've yeah. got a kid that's ready for a roller coaster and you want a slow entry, it's smooth. They get yeah. a great view of the castle. It's fun. It's got a really cute little queue that they can go through. That's the perfect first coaster.
0: And I'm not a thrill ride person, and I think, I mean, I can get a lot out of Universal. I mean, it just excluding the Harry Potter stuff, I can go on Simpsons, which I am obsessed with. Um, <laughs> I do like and, that one. Yeah, yeah. The Simpsons is fun. And I'm going to defend Seuss Landing and the Seuss Trolley. Oh, my god, The best ride. I'm sorry. Because oh you god. get to go up really high. There's a fun story. It's about the Sneeches. I do like who, a Sneetch. The snitches are awesome. And um, and you get to see everything. You know, you get this fantastic view. It's wonderful. Um, and I can see the Hulk clearly from there. And know that the Hulk, if you don't know, is a massive, insane-looking roller coaster. I can, you know, admire it from afar, which is all I want to do. Liza, you like the thrill rides. Yes. Is there anything you haven't done over there?
3: I still haven't been able to do velocicoaster because... I was with my Uh, kids. I was with uh, my niece, and nobody else wanted to ride it. And the the wait was like really long. And so, is it bad still? Yeah, and I I, I I'll get it a month ago. Yeah, I want to do it so bad. But every other coaster I've done, I've done Rip Ride Rocket several times, Hulk Mm -hmm. many times, and. I do love Rip Ride Rocket. It's just getting over that initial uh, going up and then going down. That's the scariest part. After that, it's just pure fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I And I think like a lot of teenagers, like that's – they like my teenagers love that park. You know, they love all the rides and everything. But even, you know, like they still love the cute kid stuff too. Like they like the ET ride, you know, things like that. There really is enough to do – I honestly, don't think I would send anyone under six to that park.
1: I think the six year
0: old needs to, you know, and if you really have to take them, like, say you have, you know, nuclear family and the little littlest one really can't ride anything. Well, the parents are probably going to be switching off. They've done a very good job, you know, making sure that everyone can ride in their little waiting rooms for the non riders. And then, you know, that kind of thing. So that works out well. But, um, you know, other than the uh, Curious George area, which is very cute, and the little place with the big ball. The whole room is a ball pit. That's fun. I don't know if you guys have ever been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few other rides. It's not a ton for
3: anyone under mm-hmm. the age of six. Our kids, so our kids that that are uh, kids that are scared of the dark. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, good point. yeah. there's a lot I mean, of dark rides. Yeah. there's a lot
3: of dark, yeah, areas too. like mm-hmm. in Harry Potter, it kind of all kind of looks a little yeah. dark, um because my niece is scared of anything in the dark. And so she didn't really do too much <laughs> over there, and she's ten, and so she didn't even. But she, she did like the wand and the interactive wand areas. And so we got her the wand and she did that a lot. And She did some other stuff there, but she really enjoyed yeah. the water park really is why we went.
0: And that might be an alternative is if you have a little one, you know, if you're not going to split up and just kind of like, you know, you could, you could have like a water park day or something. Cause that water park is phenomenal. Oh yeah. I, you know, there's no, there's no arguing. That's a fantastic water park. Adam, do you have any questions yet? I know you're just sitting there quietly knitting. I'm assuming that's what you're doing. Are you knitting?
1: I was knitting one of those Harry Potter uh, <laughs> sweater things. The oh, capes.
0: nice. I would really... I'd like the sweater with my initial on it. You know, like Harry got for Christmas. Oh. Um, yeah. All right. Um, okay. I'll work on Maybe- that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, are we enticing you to go over it, if only for the day?
1: Well... <laughs> <laughs> um. Our... Are, is Butterbeer better than Dole Whips? It's mm. 100% of,
3: Oh, sweet, fancy. Apples and is oranges. Best thing ever. Yeah, they're both Apples really good. Oranges. It really just depends on your mood. Yeah. So are you beer.
2: adverse to going or just not interested in going? I think those are two different people. Which um, one are you?
1: It's a good question because I was talking about this with somebody recently. Um,
2: like, do you have some deep-seated childhood issue with an IP <laughs> yeah. over there that's keeping you from it? Or you're just – like, there's nothing to entice you away from Disney there is what no.
1: you're thinking. No. Um, uh, I I don't care for Harry Potter. I never okay. watched the movies. I never read the books. So that doesn't – that 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 is not a reason for me to go. I don't mm-hmm. care for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I've never watched – I've never watched a full episode of The Simpsons, believe it or not. What? Yeah. And we, never watched, we never watched it. I mean, my my parents wouldn't let me watch when I was younger, and as I got <laughs> older, I just never, you know. Well, you know, my right parents start. didn't
2: let me watch it either. Yeah, I, I watched those as adults. My parents adult. didn't care. Apparently,
1: uh, so. I've never seen E.T. I've never <laughs> seen E.T
2: i did the ride i thought it was cute
3: okay the et i have to revisit et because i just rode that ride again and i'm like wait a minute i don't remember all this like what the it was heck
0: so that ride is so bad i'm so confused I,
3: mean, right? <laughs> I was like i am so confused right now where are we what's going on why does that mushroom have 27 eyes what yeah, the heck
2: it's creepy it's definitely a ride that could be rethemed into something and i would not be upset about it
3: and used et yeah. e. used to say your name at the end so you would say your name whenever you would get on the ride like before you got on the ride and at the end he would at the very end there's like the little et and be like liza
1: creepy.
3: <laughs> creepy. Yeah, yeah, because that, but that was like super high tech back in the day. Like, that was like, whoa, because I have a big, well, we had a home video. Apparently, my mom or somebody went in there with the VHS recorder boombox on their shoulder and videoed. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Nice. And videoed that part at the end. Sarah. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, he used to do that. Now he just says, like, bye. See you later. But I don't know. I mean, I just I remember it being little, but I don't remember
2: the trippy part at the end. See, I feel like even for millennials, that's getting a little bit out of our range of memory. But that ride is specifically marketed by Universal for younger children. My daughter has no idea who E.T. is. Like we rode the ride and she was like, it's kind of cute. It's fine. But she has no idea who that is. I mean, she barely knows who Curious George or Woody Woodpecker is. She de- she definitely doesn't know who Popeye is. Well, yeah, the they've got hands. some great play areas, but the IPs that are associated with them yes. are getting dated. Oh, they're very dated. Like the comic strip
3: area with the comics, mm-hmm. like the, the you know, like Blondie and all these other comic strips that used to be in the paper, and we'd read the Sunday comics, you know. But kids now. Even people younger than me like by like 10 years or something probably don't know any of this stuff, you know. Right. I, mean, I like
2: the direction that they're going. They got Harry Potter. I love everything that they've done with Jurassic World. That is awesome. I think they're trying to turn over some of their IPs, and I'm really interested to see what they do with Epic Universe. That's yes, going to be amazing.
3: Yes. That I'm very excited and I really hope that they include more family rides that are right. for yeah. every age group because that would really broaden the people that can go there. Because right now, you got small kids. I tell clients all the time, I wouldn't do
2: it. Halloween Horror Nights, um, in the past, they've tried to do something over at Islands of Adventures. It's never really worked out. And I've heard that this year, they're going to try and do some like trick-or-treating sort of things for younger kids over mm-hmm. at... Islands of Adventure and I think that maybe they are starting to try and gear themselves or at least make some more stuff available for a younger audience so I'm interested to see if with Epic Universe and some of these other new things they're bringing in if they're including the younger kids with this
0: yeah I thought it was interesting speaking of Halloween Horror Nights as bad as it is and as scary as it is they do keep (laughs) a they, they don't let you get crazy there there's people aren't walking around drinking. They're not wearing costumes necessarily, you know things like that. I mean, like they've kept it. They they have a lot of control over that, which I thought was very positive. But I still don't think Halloween Horror Nights is for anyone under sixteen. No way. Yeah. Um. And Liza, you haven't been yet, right?
3: Oh, girl, no. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. I'm not yeah. doing
0: that. I I don't even. I'm not even interested. I don't even get scared of stuff like that because it's so obviously not real, even though it's well done. It's just boring to me. And I remember I went on a training and they're like, you can go. And I was like, I don't think so. No. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, you're scared. I'm like, no, I just don't care. I'd rather read a book. Uh, you know, I'll call me boring. I don't know. It's I'm, not Mickey's
3: not so scary. I don't know? like that devil stuff. I'm not trying to deal with that.
2: Yeah. I'm too sad. It's giving me nightmares. I'm scared too easily, but it is really good. Like if you've got a group of teenagers, you can get some good deals on some of those tickets. If you go like earlier in the season, it can be a fun trip. If you've got, you know, like a group of teenage boys that want to do something that, yeah, it's not my target audience, but they Mm -hmm. definitely have an audience for it. Oh, absolutely. They really do.
0: I mean, there's no question. I mean, those, People are, you know, they sell an annual pass to it, basically, where you can go multiple times, you know. I
2: think I would be more interested in the the behind-the-scenes parts of it. Because, like, they have a tour where you can go and see some of the houses with the lights on. There's also a show where they do the horror makeup and, like, show you how it's done. And they'll bring a kid up on stage and show them, like, how they do, like, a wound or something like that. Yes, that that kind of side of it, I would, the production side of it, that I would be more interested in than the getting my pants scared off sort of side of it. But I'm just a big wussy. That's I can,
3: awesome. yeah, I can watch scary movies, but I just I'm not trying to walk through a haunted house ever. I don't want to pay to get scared.
2: Like I'm not trying to pay you. Well, to and scary. they've really expanded. It's not just houses anymore. Like they'll run up to you while you're walking around. Yeah, I'm not doing that. they have mazes they have characters that'll like jump out at you like it's an entire like immersive thing that they've got going on there it's intense
3: yeah i don't want to pay money to get scared and i don't want (laughs) to pay money to cry so that's why i don't like sad movies either so i'm like i'm not trying to pay to cry like i can do that for free every day
0: right (laughs) Well, and you can also get an express pass for it. I just, I have a client going, like, really, I think he's going on the 14th. And I am so glad he's getting the express passes, because otherwise, you can only get a couple
2: haunted houses in. So...
0: I think this year
2: especially. There's so much pent-up demand for it this year. Everyone in Orlando is going to go to that.
0: I know. It's true because they have a lot of local people who are big fans. So let's talk a tiny
3: bit about Volcano
0: Bay because Liza just went there. What did you think?
3: Oh, I love Volcano Bay. The park is really big. It has two lazy rivers because I love a lazy river. I'm a lazy river fan. It has a lazy river and a not-so-lazy river. So the not-so-lazy river, (laughs) you can't have inner tubes in it. You have to wear a life vest. It's a requirement to be in it because the current is so strong. And nice. Yeah, it's really fast, but it's so fun. If there wasn't so many people in it, you know, you could just lift your feet up and just... Uh, It's so relaxing and my kids loved it. They had so much fun there and they have a kid area that is like a mini kids water park inside the big water park with multiple, multiple water slides and all kinds of fun little things for them to do and you, you can't be, well, my kids were too tall to go down the water slides. So you had to be shorter than them to go down all the slides. So it's for the little tots. It's, you know, it's probably max out at eight years old. So um, they have a bunch of family slides. They've got, um, you can rent cabanas. They have several in different areas. They've got some that are disability access. If you have a wheelchair or somebody in an ECV with you, they have an elevator lift. They have two story ones. They have, um, it's included is waters and then has like a mini fridge. It also has, you get a fruit tray and you have like a little uh, concierge that you can call if you need to order food. And now that's extra. So you have to pay for your own food. It's really nice thing to have. They book pretty far in advance. I did hear though that if you get there, if you get there the day of and didn't make a reservation, I heard that you can get like a small discount if there's any available the day of. But typically, they're booked in advance. Like,
0: yeah, they sell out. They really do
3: sell out. They are very pricey, depending on the time of year that you go. But it's nice to have And it. One of the things I really liked about the cabana was that it is a meeting point. So if your kids are going off and doing something, you know, they'll know where to go back to. They have a spot to go back to. It's hard to find a spot in the sea of chairs. You know, it's like, which chair was our chair? Because there's a bunch of lawn chairs, like those little chairs out there. But the cabanas, like, it has your name on it on it in the front so it'll say the scott family or whatever family so they'll know that's your cabana and it's just it's really nice in that sense um they also have chair rentals that are in a reserved area and uh those are you know quite a bit less but it's got an umbrella and it also has the concierge service where they'll deliver food to you as well but you get two uh, reserved chairs and an umbrella and a reserves area like a preferred area and you can also rent those as well
0: yeah i've always been very impressed with that water park i i might like it a little more than disney's to be honest yes it's just a beautiful water park and when they they first were building it you know it's like right next to i4 and you're like how good is that going to be but no you don't notice the the, you don't notice i4 you don't notice anything and it's just there's a ton to do. And the other thing, and this is kind of like a minor thing, they don't blast the music the whole time. Yeah. Like, like the music is, you know, because like some, sometimes you go to a water park and you're like, I don't want to hear this. I want to have a conversation. And okay, I'm old. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was it's nice. Um, let's, let's move on to food. So Universal has had some issues with mobile ordering, but from what I understand, they're not doing it right now because I personally waited over an hour for a hot dog for one of my kids.
3: Yeah. I think what happened was that it was such a confusion. And you know how mobile ordering is. Sometimes you're trying to do it on your phone, and then there's, like, this error, and it doesn't go through. And then you end up having to go inside and order anyway. That happens to me in Disney quite a bit. So at Universal, we were just there. uh, The best time to get a seat in the Leaky Cauldron is right after their breakfast time. So if you can stand in line around 1030... Because they're gonna they're gonna start letting people in around like right after ten thirty for the lunch, and we happened to be there like like almost at ten thirty, and so we just kind of waited and got right in. We hardly had to wait at all. They gave us a number and we went to the counter and ordered like like it used to be. Sat down and bam, there's our food, and it was the same at the most tavern in uh in the Simpsons area. There was no mobile ordering anywhere. Uh, their food court okay. at Cabana Bay, it was just like it used to be. You just go up there, get your food, sit down, dine. Um, any of the kiosks, all of the little snack areas and carts, I didn't see mobile ordering anywhere. And that's a good okay. thing, in my opinion, because it was so bad. It, it made the guest experience uh, really frustrating. It's very frustrating when that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: no. I mean, it was we we. One of the days we were over there during Memorial Weekend, because we went for like a four day weekend, mm-hmm. was so bad that we actually finished up. We were doing what we were doing, got in the car and went back to Disney to eat. That's how bad. Whoa. It was. Now, granted, our situation is different. The kids have passes. We tend to go back and forth between the two parks when we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the same time, I just, it was, it was bad. And it's really disappointing and frustrating. You know, it's hot you're tired. You just want to sit down and eat something and make it uncomplicated. So I'm, I'm actually really glad to hear that. Um, but let's turn it over to just regular food. I mean, like, I will say, I don't think the food like, the quick service food, there's so much good food at Disney, right? Mm-hmm. It's not as good at Universal. Like, yeah, you're not really no. going there for
3: your dining experience, right? Well, the British I are mean, not known inside for their the food. Park. <laughs> the British are not known for their food.
0: Oh, I think the Harry Potter food is actually
3: good. That's no. my favorite. No. Um, oh, well, I like fish
0: too no. so...
3: Okay, okay well, that's all you're going to eat? Okay, maybe so. That's all I eat over
2: there. I mean, you have that to do it for beer. the experience. Yes. The butter beer. Yeah. You got to go for the butterbeer. And, like, some of the dessert things are good. But the actual food in there is not great. I didn't like not. that. But right. if you're not dealing with capacity issues, um, which they are still technically running, you know, under capacity. But if they're not close to hitting capacity and you're comfortable, you know, just stepping out into city walk. That's what it is. It is stepping out into CityWalk. It's not like yeah. getting on a bus and going over to Disney Springs. Like, you can do your morning at Universal Studios and go and get lunch at CityWalk and have much better options. Oh, yeah. And then walk straight into Islands of Adventure. You just, is so much, it's like Disneyland where you just walk across. It's yeah. not like Disney World and the food and City Walk. I mean, there's a lot of good options. There. Oh
3: yeah, City Walk food is amazing. Like they have really. It's great-, great. Oh yeah, it's great. But I will recommend reservations. Uh, yes. Used to, I didn't ever need a reservation to eat over there for some reason. Like I was always able to get a table anytime I'd go. But now I don't know what it is. But the the restaurants that we wanted to eat at, we couldn't get into except for weird, crazy times. So I now I'm going to recommend my clients get city walk dining reservations in advance.
2: Even some of the hotel restaurants have been booking up ahead. Um, like that Island grill is pretty popular. Um, especially if you have something like vegetarian, like there's some of the hotel restaurants that are, you know, better for vegetarian or gluten free. And I know that there was a couple of restaurants that I've had some clients. They wanted to get in on a certain day. I couldn't get it. It was full. And that's at a resort. And that surprised me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, do you ever do open table or is that how you book? I've rest? done those. I've done <laughs> okay. the open table and I've done calling in. But also, okay. too, if you stay on property, most of the restaurants in CityWalk give you um, priority seating. So that can help. If you just don't want to make a reservation, you don't want to, you know, you want to fly by seat of your pants. If you're staying on property, you you're probably going to be able to get a priority seating there.
0: Okay, let's, let's talk one last thing. Tell me what your money saving tip is for your clients. I'm going to go first, because this is my favorite tip. And it's actually not great for agents. Because if you buy an annual pass, like, say you go, say you buy a three day ticket, right, park to park, maybe three parks, maybe just two parks, that ticket is going to cost you about as much as an annual pass. And that's why I say it's not great for travel agents because Mm -hmm. obviously we want to sell you another annual. We want to sell you more tickets next year. But the best thing you can do, if you think you even remotely will go back between 12 and 16 months, sometimes they go as far as 18 months on their passes, get an annual pass. Because again, you might pay $25 to upgrade. You might pay 50, depending on the ticket that you have. But the money you're going to save on food because you can get discounts at almost all their restaurants even some of their um walk up like kiosks and stuff like that definitely quick service and table service merchandise like if your kid wants a robe those robes are over a hundred dollars and if you're getting between 10 and 15 percent off you're getting your merchandise is paying for that upgrade probably in one day so I I always tell parents, like, at least one of you should upgrade to an annual pass. Now, I just had clients go. They're lovely clients. And they did that. And um, their passes are expiring at the end of the month. So they went. And, you know, they did. They got two good trips out of the universal annual pass. And I I would highly encourage that. So, Okay, Miranda, what's your favorite
2: money-saving tip for clients? I've got several, but probably the okay. biggest one I say is get the dining plan. It saves you 25%. Again, not like Disney's, where you know you really have to kind of think about it with Disney. Like if you've got really littles, you're not you're going to be losing money. Um, there's some ways that you can strategize and save money with the Disney one. But most of the time, you're breaking even. The point is to pay it off ahead of time. But with universals, you save 25% off the rip across the board, period. It's such a good one.
0: Now, they don't have it right now, right? Is there
2: a rumor that they're bringing it back? I've heard that they are.
0: Okay. But I I haven't
2: heard when. I think that's kind of like Disney, you know. Yeah, we're bringing it back this year. Wait and find out.
0: I have to think that the dining plan is very – like all these – both universal and Disney want to have it back. You know, people are always like, oh my gosh, they're not going to bring it back. I'm like, oh yes, they are.
2: Because they do make so much money off of it that it just makes sense. So, so let me give another one since that one's not right. Okay. Let me give one that is, um, AAA, you get 10% off like almost everywhere. And even as a AAA member, like, I forget to tell them that when I'm there and but it's, it's a lot of places and Amex. Amex gets discounts and they have a lounge. So if you have either AAA or Amex, just ask like everywhere you go. That's good to know. I I have both and I haven't ever used it there. I did not know. It's good to know. Check out the Amex lounge for me because none of my clients have had Amex and I want. I just want somebody to go and let me know how it. I've seen pictures of it. It looks really nice. I just what I want a to know. Which side is the non? Um, I don't remember. I need to look. I, okay. I I always ask everybody that's my clients. And because like I said, I've seen some pictures and videos of it. And I mean, surely for the air conditioning and the yeah. bottled water, it might be worth it. There's a concierge in there.
0: I'm going down on Thursday just overnight
2: and I'm debating on trying to head over to
0: Universal for a couple of hours. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And I, I need Florian's ice cream.
3: Um, Okay, Liza, favorite money-saving tip? Well, I was actually going to say the dynamic pricing <laughs> because I yeah. had this happen to my client. The earlier you book, you will book it for less money than if you wait last minute, especially if you are planning on uh, getting express passes to Those can go up significantly the closer that you get to booking. It can make or break your trip. So you do want to book as soon as you possibly can.
0: That's That's the interesting thing. It's kind of like a cruise line. You know, like you could have one category, like say an inside cabin on deck two, and they start to fill up and they get so expensive. Sometimes they're like more exp or like very close to like a next higher category because the price keeps going up. And it's the same with their hotel rooms and the express pass. Like every time somebody books, you know, eventually the price goes up. And I will tell you as a new agent booking universal. And I remember I quoted um, a standard room at, I think it was Portofino, And within, you know, the client thought about it and I didn't warn him because I was used to Disney, which, you know, they don't change the price. Generally, you just run out of rooms or lose the discount. And by the time the client decided about two days, three days later, it had gone up significantly and Mm -hmm. I felt terrible. And I remember I paid the difference because I felt bad and he was like the best client on the planet, you know, so, and he's still my client. Um, So, but but yeah, you know, as a client, as a guest, you need to be careful about dynamic pricing at Universal because they will raise the price of your room yeah. for the same category. Yeah,
3: so, and and the the time of year affects that tremendously as well. So it yeah. can be it can be less money.
0: I think it's tough because you don't, like we're not a hard sell kind of agent. Like I tell every agent, I'm like, you know what, your your first priority is to your client. And sometimes it's going to hit you in the pocketbook, but you need to make sure they can trust you. And one of the ways they trust you is you don't sell them things they don't need. So it can be really uncomfortable when you're like, hey, you need to book this, it's going to be gone because it just feels weird, right? And so, like, we run into this from time to time. And clients that I know really well, I can say, like, hey, this needs to happen, but that's not every client. So um, you just keep in mind if you're going to Universal, These are some of the little quirks you have to keep an eye on. Okay. Adam, have we changed your
3: mind?
1: No. No.
3: Would you at least go and check out the water park? No. No, Adam's not a water water park 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 kind of guy. No.
2: Adam does not like the water parks. Okay. Well, what about City Walk? Like, would you go for a good meal?
1: I don't even go to Disney Springs. I'm not going to City Walk.
2: No,
0: in fact, we just had a conversation the other day. We're planning <gasps> dining. We're planning dining for the fiftieth, right? And Adam was the best travel agent who isn't a travel agent ever because yes. Adam booked everything and he got lots of good stuff for us. Oh, what did we but get? He was, um you're gonna on the first. You're eating at Beer Guest. Okay, we we might revise that. Okay. Um. Yeah, and we're going to citricos the night before, which will be awesome. But anyway, um. You know, we were talking and Adam's like, well, I don't want to go to Disney
2: Springs. And I'm like, you know, you're that's a valid point because isn't it a mess getting out there? So it is. And it's spread out. And that's that's one point that I would make about Universal. While it may not be geared towards really little kids, I will say it's easier in some aspects with little kids because you're not as spread out. You're not walking as far. I mean, doing an evening at Disney Springs, you can get lost over there, and you know, end up quite a ways away from your car at the end of the night. But with City Walk, it's very easy to walk around and spend an evening. Yeah. And kids, the, I mean, the NBC Grill has these awesome like I want one of these tables for my house. They have like high top glass tables that have games under them. Have y'all seen these? Yes. They're like like foosball and um, yeah, they're so fun. Um, they've got all of those boats over there. And has really good entertainment. Kids love it. Like that's not I a love, bad night for kids. Love.
3: So
0: I'm just gonna isn't tell it you, good?
2: It's the best.
0: I, I do not love the food at Universal at all, and I'm probably the not worst. Not even part. in CityWalk. Um. No. I oh. I, I think Mama Della's over in Portofino is actually really good. Italian mm-hmm. food, I'm sure Adam would disagree because it's not like a grandma's. It's so but, good. And, and I will say the nightclubs are terrible. Oh yeah, I'm they're dorky. Awful. They're dorky. So so I went there for a friend's 40th birthday party a few years ago, and it was probably one of the few times in my life where I would have just been happy to put my head in a bucket of water and not take it out. <laughs> I mean, it was so awful. Awesome. It, was, it was definitely the, you know, the old guy in the club vibe.
3: That's, that's what, Well, that's uh, know, everywhere. Yeah.
0: Okay. The forty plus guy who was like, you know, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, My friend had a really good time, but I just—it was so cringy. As my kids would say, the whole time. And um, and I also have to tell you, speaking of city walks, I I think Voodoo Donuts is incredibly overrated. They're not good donuts. Like even my kids. Do you like
2: Everglades? I haven't been there yet. Have you been? I think yeah. I think they're equivalent. I know know there are probably some Florida people that are like screaming at their phones right now at me. I'm sorry. They are. None of them are Krispy Kreme. Anyway. Called Voodoo Donuts, which is a cute, like- It's super cute. cute cute.
0: But I don't, and I like that, you know, like they they have like a whole theme and there's millions of donuts there. They're just not that good. I mean, I have a kid, my youngest is obsessed with donuts. Like Mm -hmm. he would stop for a donut Mm. anywhere, right? he won't eat them. He's like, these are terrible. And
2: he's right. They're like, yeah, they're not great. They're not great. My daughter, we literally just did a donut bar at my daughter's birthday party. She loves donuts. We went, we got a variety pack or whatever. She didn't finish any of them. They're just, they're super, super sweet.
0: Every every time I go to um, universal. Okay. So I'm obsessed with butterbeer. I I am. I like it hot and I like it cold. I do not like it frozen and I don't (laughs) like butterbeer ice cream but I love it. And I'm, I'm totally obsessed with it. And I'm also, like I said earlier, obsessed with Florian's ice cream and Diagon Alley. The thing to do is to get the chocolate chili scoop on top and then to get the salted caramel blondie on the bottom. So you have your torture and then you have your pleasure, right? Because like, it is a little difficult, the the chocolate chili, it's a little painful to eat, you know, Mm -hmm. but then you have the sweetness of the caramel and it's delightful.
3: And, yeah, I think I'm. Going I'm jealous. Right there. Yes. Did
0: you get it? Did you get the, Oh, because you can't eat ice cream. That's right.
3: no. And I go in there this last time. Which here's a little hint: the best time to go in that ice cream place is like around ten thirty. Yep, you're hundred percent. Right. Nobody's <laughs> yep. in there, but the rest just of it get it and save it for later. <laughs> no, you just eat it then. You say, I don't care. I'm it's on vacation. <laughs> I don't even care. There's no line. I was in there all by myself with my kids, and they were like, yes, you see this? It will not be like this the rest of the day.
2: You know, also, over there, one of the longest lines in Universal tends to be the Hogwarts Express. But if you go first thing when it opens, everybody else is doing, you know, Gringotts or um, Hagrid's. You can jump on and ride that train back and forth several times before the line starts to get long
0: yeah it is maddening when you are when you don't have the express pass like in the middle of the day and you're waiting Mm -hmm. that's like an hour hour and a half
2: it's 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 so long long. yeah Yeah. when we were there in january that place was dead we waited in line a couple of times a few times for a long line that was the longest wait we waited less for hagrid's than we did for hogwarts express yeah Oh, yeah, I can
0: totally see that. Mm -hmm. Now, are they still doing the virtual queue? Because I've heard mixed
2: uh, reports on that. Like, they maybe aren't doing virtual queue for Hagrid's, or maybe it was just one. I think think that it's on and off. I think all of them are like an on or off situation. Okay. Because randomly, the whole time we were there, um, Jimmy Fallon's Race Through New York had a virtual queue up the, the whole time. But it, there was never a line like you could just walk in. And that turned out to be my daughter's favorite ride. She loves that. One of her best friends, a little younger, loves that ride. Just for reference, that is a great ride for little kids. I don't know why, but they love it. Yeah. Oh, and that Holland one didn't Yeah. Have and it's it. got a virtual queue, but I never saw a line there for it. Yeah. So I think they can turn I, them on and off.
0: That's one of my favorites. And I it's so good. Him, um, I find him annoying,
2: but I do like the ride. So yeah, happy. that's a good ride. <laughs> so
0: happy. I guess I'd be happy if I was making that much money too, right? Um, I I would like to say something here, which is that, um, and I'm gonna ask you guys too. Like to me, the best time to go is when they put up the Christmas decorations because you have that big Macy's parade. You've mm-hmm. got all kinds of holiday entertainment, walking around characters and stuff. But and and Seuss Landing is fun then because they bring out you know all the they bring out the Grinch and all the characters from the movie. But um. Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade during Christmas, the best. Yeah. It's over the top gorgeous. The decorations are fantastic. Um, I, I love that. And all my, like, I was, I will say, like, the only good thing, like, maybe there were some good things to come out of the pandemic. I don't even know. But one good thing was it was not that crowded at Universal, like the first three to six months. And I went there multiple times. But when I was there during Christmas, you could just take the most beautiful pictures with Mm -hmm. all the the greenery that they put up. And yeah, it was amazing. So go, I would say go there during Christmas if you can. What's your... What's your time to recommend to
3: clients? I'll ask Liza and then Miranda. That's tough because Christmas is great over there. But
1: mm-hmm. if
3: you're looking for uh, the best time of year to go, like weather-wise in Orlando, I'm going to say March. Crowds yeah. might not be great, but the weather, that's the best weather to me is like February, March. The best time for crowds, yeah. I think, would be September sometime. I think fall,
0: Yeah september and october because even though you have the halloween horror nights that that doesn't get crazy till after you know till after the closer to halloween yeah so Two.
2: what about you miranda um well to piggy off piggyback off of what you said i do i love the christmas stuff and if you can't get in before christmas they do keep it up not as long as disney but they do keep it up for a few days And they'll even run the castle Christmas light show a few days after the new year. So if you can get in like right before school starts back, um, you can still catch some of that stuff. The weather is really mild. Um, With my kids being younger, we do a lot of indoor rides. So going in January or February isn't as big of a deal for us because if it is chilly or raining, it's fine. Most of our stuff is indoors anyway. Um, and so I like that time of year. Cause I don't like going when it's hot.
0: Yeah. I I just, I mean, I think there are, okay. Here's the weird thing. Every time I go into Diagon Alley, it could be a hundred degrees out. I go in there and I swear it's.
3: Windy. The temperature drops. It does. <laughs> I don't
0: know yeah. what it is. It's like this weird thing. They, they did a great job of that. Well,
3: I was, I was just there and the first couple days I was there, like one of the days my mom wore like a light jacket. And it's in
1: mm-hmm, August,
3: yeah. but some reason it was overcast and it had that about to rain cool like feeling, but it never rained too much at all. It was just like a light sprinkle, but it, the temperature dropped considerably. It was like 80 degrees, breeze, cloudy. So I don't know. I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought I was going to be dying in August over there. It was hotter when I went in June. So I well, don't know. I, lucked out. I think
0: that's. When, when the rains come into Orlando, it, it gets that way. Yeah, it really does. And like somebody, I just booked somebody for July and they were like, how's it going to be? And I'm like, you might be
2: surprised. You, you might never be know. Surprised. I had clients at Disney the same time that you were there, um, Liza, and I had been prepping them for months about how hot it was going to be. And, you know, bring the cooling towels, make sure you're hydrating. And then it was unseasoned. Like they had to buy sweatshirts at one point when they were doing the castle show at night it was weird last week it
3: was weird but it was great i was very happy about it um our water park day it stayed cool the whole day now that's the day i kind of wished it would have been a little warmer because you're swimming right but but we still did it we had a good time um it was very pleasant to be in diagon alley and uh Hogs me, and whenever it's nice and cool, that's why I like to go like in end of February, beginning of March, because. It's so much more tolerable with that weather like mm-hmm. that. It's just like, ah, oh, I can appreciate everything. I don't feel like I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. nice. The humidity that is other
0: And do you remember Nick and Sasha got married in, well, I got married in January? To me, that was cold. It was, I
3: think January is cold there, yeah. Yes. It was chilly, especially on that water. Because you're right by that water and you get that cold chill from the breeze. It was it was chilly. It can get cold there, though. It really can. Okay,
0: let's go ahead and close this out. I, I just want to thank Miranda for joining us. And if you are looking to travel to Disney or Universal or anywhere else, check us out online at mainstreamamoretravel.com. We would love to help you. And our services are always free. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. Good
3: night. Good night. Thank you, guys. <laughs>